On today's show, we talk a lot of rugby. And Barry smells the belief of his own shit. Dave Chappelle's new role as air sports rugby presenter. And Rory Best enters the history books by becoming the first 59-year-old fossil to compete at the World Cup. Joe presents Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby, together with Guinness. Hello and you're very welcome to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby here on Joe, together with Guinness. Well, it's the game we've been all waiting for. For two and a half years, we've been waiting for this game. Two and a half years listening to people talk and wallop about predictions or whether Ireland would win, who would play, who wouldn't play. And it came and it went so fast, but I don't think you'll find an Irish person on the planet that uh, won't be delighted with Ireland's 27-3 win over Scotland in Yoko Ono this morning. Um, <laughs> I was just checking if you were listening. I was listening. I listening. John Lennon would be proud. Um, so, straight in, ki- no kissing, lads. Chat about rugby, straight away. No, actually, um, <laughs> there was an abundance. Of, <laughs> there was an abundance of games, but there was also an abundance of punditry over the weekend. Uh, Flat, you were doing a bit of air sport. Is that your debut? Yeah. You must yeah. have had a long day, man. Does it feel like yesterday? <clears throat> yeah. Yesterday. I went to you bed. You look like you've had a long day, have you? Boy, I, look, I look tired. No, no, you look fine. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, it was five five a.m. up this morning into the studio for six, and we did the <clears throat> Ireland Scotland and then England and Tonga. Mm. What's it like during the match when you're off camera, like you just abusing each other and having like and and like getting real rowdy, like or is it very much? <laughs> Which mean like elbowing each other and stuff like that? Yeah, like chugging jewel pillows around the studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was pretty. Everyone has a has a role, yeah. so so like Darius is. Dars is calling in everything that he sees, and or we'd say Dars is in charge of calling stuff in. So he's on a microphone, and we might say, "So you all are watching on one big screen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're watching it, and then well, there's a couple of different screens, but you watch it whichever one you want, and then mm-hmm. you'd say, "Oh, Dars, will you take a look at that?" Just, just, just so they collate the clips all the way through the game mm-hmm. instead of having to go back and find them, and then it means then that like if. Off a line out or a scrum, I could go over and watch some of the footage just to be to double check while the other lads are keeping an eye on the game, and then you could say that's good. We might keep an eye on that and player watching through the game is very good, very professional. It, it's it's um it's changed then since I was last on. I was yeah. on once against Italy and Chicago in the studio, and at, um while the game's going on, we were just having Thai food. <laughs> we had we, we had we had food, but you got to watch the game as well. Yeah, like, well, there was not none of us were really watching the game. No, at the time, yeah. Oh, well. I also enjoyed uh, watching the RTE footage of uh, Jamie Heaslip just kind of throwing his eyes up to heaven every time it was I imagine if, when they're off camera, they're off camera like that Jamie's just like sticking his fingers in his ears, just like, yeah, 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 throwing pies at him or something. Ferris was winding um, up, was he? Yeah, a little bit. Come um, on, Ferris. Yeah, it was so weird, man. It was the tension you could cut it with a knife. Yeah. Um, I was ITV. Yeah. Myself, I was yeah. watching. Um, and. Uh, I find it very enjoyable. Before the game, they went to Connell and Jim Hamilton, and they um, they were doing the whole Japanese thing. So they were both um, shoeless, and it looked like they they had set up like a like a dojo. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just imagining they should have done it in like karate outfits. Oh, yeah. Um, and O'Connell's like, you know, catching catching flies with chopsticks. <laughs> what the, what did they do there? They what, did like uh, line out rehearsals, and um, Hamilton. Uh, 
sorry, O'Connell, I can't remember what O'Connell's point was. Hamilton nailed it, though, because he said that Scotland were going to um, mark up three and five, and then they were going to give them one, like jump at the front. So, mm. Is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jump at the front, and then they were going to drive them 45 degrees like towards the touchline. Yeah, yeah. Which is exactly what they tried to do, but then Ireland still got the, the try. Yeah. So he, like Hamilton nailed it, to be fair. Anyway, yeah. Not, not a great plan. They didn't work. It didn't work out well for them, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, and then they did. So they brought in a few props, a few youngsters. You know, they, they do that in BT. Mm. And uh, they were like pushing them around to make sure they do. <laughs> Don't cock up my point. <laughs> and then at the end, then they did like a fun one with the O'Connell and um, Hamilton, like just competing for it together. And it was kind of the awkward moment where they don't know how hard to compete. Are we actually being competitive here? Are we having a bit of fun? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Did you see Dunners and uh, Seamus, the wrestler, <laughs> doing... No. They, were, they did something for, I don't know who it was for, but they were in a dojo in, like, nappies. Yeah. So, so we're wrestling each other. The WWF. Seamus, the wrestler. He's gone off the scene. He hasn't been about. He, he came into the pub in Limerick one day, man. And I think he... I think... He, they gave him a signed jersey and he he, he dropped in a, a signed picture for me into signed, the bar signed underpants no no he dropped in like a best of luck Jerry or something like that really? from Seamus the rest did he know you're a big uh, WWF, WWF fan uh, WWE WWE <laughs> I was more of a fan when it was WWF though yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I, just, I, I, I didn't follow it. WWE at all, actually. Did you not? Yeah, that was the end for me. When it went to WWE? Yes. When it went it wasn't, I didn't decide. I had a principle. It just coincided whenever I lost interest. Yeah. Once it the Bushwhackers went out of it, man, that was yeah. that one. When, and they used to lick each other's foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> that was a favourite of mine. And the, obviously the Ultimate Warrior. Uh-huh. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm. He died, no? He did. Um, okay, on to the game itself. Uh, fear going into it was that our platform wouldn't work, our set pieces, our scrums, our starter plays might be under pressure, yada yada. Um, not our fear. Not, not our fear. fear. As we no. said on Wednesday night, our live show, we knew this was, uh, Ireland were going to win, we knew they were going to win the World Cup. Um, but was that the dream start for the Irish team? Like that first 10 minutes was pretty flawless, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, I thought in terms of of ticking all the boxes that you wanted them to from our, from our first game and sort of any of the areas that were there was question marks around they they answered all those questions they did really really well I thought Rory had a great game I thought James Ryan Ian Henderson CJ uh, Josh Van der Fleer all all played really really well and the the set piece the the base that they got from the set piece their scrum was really really strong. Um, I made the point on air on, on air sport that I'd watched the previous two Scottish games against Georgia and Georgia just kicked the shit out of their scrum. They, they Georgia won so many scrum penalties against them, and I would say then that the Scottish were probably quite fearful of the power of the Irish scrum. And uh, if you saw then for say for Tyke Furlong's try, J, like CJ CJ actually detaches from the scrum. But the the the, well, the Scottish flankers, Hamish Watson, John Barkley, are scrummaging so hard. They're so intent on giving everything to their to their props that CJ just breaks, and they're slow to get to him. Instead of pushing out and working laterally to try and force CJ back inside, CJ gets a great momentum carry, and then a couple more carries and an Ireland score. And uh, I think set piece wise, Ireland had twelve lineups. They won all twelve. The second half, the, some of the delivery dropped off a little bit with conditions, but. By and large, they scored a mall try. 
they scored uh they got a penalty advantage off one off off the previous mall they they got they got real good returns they got a couple of penalties from scrum and a free kick as well you know and, and even that Stockdale break down the left again they're all examples of of the Scottish having to respect the Irish scrum first and then Ireland just being able to to work around that then hmm. uh back three then Trimby your expertise uh um, obviously with a concern going into it with inexperience uh back three of Larmer Stockdale and yeah. Conway but Larmer Jesus. Lamour did well. I do I think they did try and go off. Sorry, them. who? Lamour. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying his name on TV today. I was like, Jordan. Oh fuck it. Jordan Larmour. Lamour. <laughs> uh yeah, no, Lamour went well. Um, uh, I think they went they did try and go after him, but they weren't almost they kind of—I don't think they were structured enough about it. I don't think they isolated it enough, mm. or I don't think they executed it correctly. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I don't think there was a single high ball that was competed for that was actually caught cleanly from from oh, yeah, anyone. From any, there was very few really, really impressive kind of clean takes. Yeah, yeah, Ireland, under Ireland's uh, fielding was a bit poor, <clears throat> like Stockdale and Conway both dropped one. Murray Conway dropped, dropped one. one. I, like, it yeah. was a weird one. Yeah. You mm. can Other than that, I think the first twenty minutes were. Like maybe the first minute or so was a bit loose, but like the 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 kickoff receipt was brilliant. James Ryan, yeah, yeah. James, um, the the lineouts were great. The um, Murray though, Murray contributed massively oh, to Murray's the kicking game. Kicking game was Ridiculous. Yeah. Some of them, uh, the box kicks were good, yes, but his kick into touch and his exits were unbelievable. Mm. He was back to his best, I thought. Uh, and a huge squad effort as well, obviously, <clears throat> with the, the amount of players that had to come on off the bench and losing Aki early and uh, losing Pete. Van der Fleer and then Pete um, obviously shows the importance of having that. I said the other night, a 32-man squad, but it's only a 31-man squad, isn't it? I know. Are you, you, in, even when we were rehearsing it, <laughs> you, you said it. Maybe. I was there, 32 men in the team, 32 counties in Ireland. I know, but I was going, uh, <laughs> you're better off not knowing that there's a squad of 32 than thinking... There's 31 counties. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> but yeah, they God, they needed that bench and <clears throat> particularly impressed with, with Farrell. I think he was brilliant when he, he came He was on. class. Um, Remember we said right at the start the the Illy game, um, Farrell Ringrose. Mm. We said who knows that could be the centre partnership. Mm. And by default, like, was he mostly lined up in 12, or did were they kind of interchanging? I think he yeah. was. I think he was twelve when he came on okay. because because yeah. Bundy was gone, and then I saw a few occasions he was quite wide, like <coughs> thirteen show. Um And Carty did very well when he came on. I thought mm. as well. Just Carty did nicely. Just like that. That's what the game needed. I think at that time it was just something to break it up, a few little dinks, and someone to to try something. Very things well, didn't he? I th- mm. Like we were. <coughs> I, I can't say we were lucky. Because we played well, I'm saying it was it was fortunate that we played so well in the first half and got 16 points ahead going in at half time, and then the weather the weather kicked off then in the second half, and it was just so much easier to play a pressure game then and just keep pinging the ball back onto the Scots and forcing them to play, and then just Ireland's kick chase line was good, and I think you, I think you're right at the start. You could see that Finn Russell and Laidlaw were trying to trying to test the back three a little bit, but they were never really doing it off the front foot. So like, it would just be like Jordan Lemur would just be sitting there and he'd be able to f- read, read, the, read the flight of the ball as opposed to being up to trying to, trying to defend, uh, uh-huh. you know, getting, getting higher up the field to defend In the fact, run. In fact, I think that probably suited um, Jordan 
more. <laughs> 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 because he got a couple of early touches. He would have been nervous, got a couple of early touches, used a bit of footwork, made a little bit, bit of a break. First five or ten minutes up the left-hand side. Mm. I think that would have settled him. Mm. Probably played into his hands. Mm. Um, <clears throat> despite that, not, Scotland not having much of a platform and stuff, they still asked a few questions on, at times and they exposed a few kinks in the in the Irish defence. Would you have any concerns um, from any, like, that when I think my biggest concern was the scrum after 19, 20 minutes when, before, just before Aki went off. I think he, I think he actually shot out of the line again, like he was doing against England, took himself out of the game and it seemed to be it that they were all going for yeah, this. Yeah, it looked wrong. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look like it was his decision. Did he hit Russell? He hit Russell, yeah. Um, and again, similar to what happened against England, like they, I think they can all, all get out one more player. He can get out one and uh, it kind of mean, means the Stockdale can stay wider. Like a Stockdale is actually trying to hit Maitland, who's the blind winger. So Stockdale's the open winger and he's trying to get up so fast that he can hit Maitland. Only for Maitland's poor skill set uh, to get the ball onto Hogg, it would have been the same thing that happened in, yeah. in, uh, in Twickenham. So that would be a major concern because it, it seems to be a part of their... See, it's a major time. We had the conversation. We were watching one of the games. Uh, I'm not sure what game we were watching, and you made the point. Like we were like, "Look, they're trying to go pass, pass, pass." You said, "Yeah, but if that if that last pass sticks, that's a try." But how often do you see it stick? You know, like when teams are are going to bring line speed like that. Mm, it I, it's, it's risk reward. Like the nine nine times out of ten, most defenses will be able to shut that down when you're trying to get all the way to the edge. Such poor pass from Maitland. Like yeah, yeah. England, England, South Africa, New Zealand will make that pass. Um, New Zealand know. will make that pass. Yeah, I don't think that definitely think South Africa will make that pass. England maybe. <clears throat> I think I think Fla makes a good point. If you if you keep putting them under pressure, like if that happens eight nine times, they might get it away once. Mm. But generally, if if you're organised, if you're all on the same page, you make it very very difficult for them to execute that one. And then, as you say, you get the reward. The one, uh, are we talking about the same one? Might, might have been Bundy shot. The ball hit the deck. Conway hoofed it. No, this one they actually end up get. Hog caught it, gave to Seymour. <laughs> Seymour broke down the right, and they end up getting the penalty. The only score they got in the game was off yeah. this. Um, they got the penalty from it. So it's it's the one area where I think we probably are a little bit off still because that left hand scrum again. It's one of the hardest positions in the field to defend. So why they're putting themselves under so much pressure and leaving themselves so exposed is my only question. But look, let's not get too concerned. I thought, I thought yeah, look, I, I thought Scotland, um, I thought the Scottish, the way they launched, like for that one that you're on about where, where Conway had the had the kick through in the foot race, yeah. like Scotland won the ball in the line out. They came down like that and it's like a dummy mall where you, you look like you're packing a mall and then the loose one of the loose forwards, in this case it was McNally, breaks out and plays the pass. But you generally need to get some sort of momentum here. You need to get the opposition. They have to go, oh shit, it's a, it's a mall and, and commit to defending it. And that's then when you tighten them and then you play, you, you, you bounce out. Mm -hmm. But McNally came in. They didn't, they, I think they almost probably went back a step and McNally then just... Ran, ran across the field and threw that pass. It was so easy for the Irish defenders. The Irish defenders are front foot loaded, ready to go. The minute see McNally going across the field passing, they're all shooting up. It's such a hard, it's, it's such a hard defense to work against there because they haven't, they haven't set them down in any way. And then it was just that foot race between, between Conway and Hogg. 
but I, I some of the Scottish decision making, a combination of poor Scottish decision making from their la- with their launches and 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 good good Irish D and good Irish contesting. Good old fashioned Irish D. <laughs> good old Irish D. <laughs> Speaking of old, how much was uh, Rory Best mentioned how old he was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting to have a pair of slippers on the sideline when he comes off. They like, mentioned that on ATV. Did they? Get, get to the sideline yeah. and your slippers. Your slippers, height. yeah. Um, I, by the end of it I would say it was just like alright oh, they're bringing him on Werder's Originals <laughs> <laughs> he was there at the scrums with a tartan blanket around his legs do you remember you always had like a, a sick relative who like sits in the corner in a sitting room like this hey how are you Andrew and you're like come in and they've got like these boiled sweets you're like oh, <laughs> shouting the line of calls and he's like what Jesus Christ got right over him second half was uh Obviously, different conditions. Um, the weathered a bit of a storm, figuratively and uh, uh, literally. Is that right? Um, and metaphorically. Metaphorically. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was raining. <laughs> and they all, also Scotland got a little bit back into the game, but um, I think... It was game work. over. Yeah, Conway's try probably uh, one of the brightest parts of that half. Like, to go up for that ball, as you said, no one was taking taking balls cleanly but he, he was the one that competed for it and then straight onto his feet into the back on his wing and yeah, scored it's that, that cheating we've talked about in the past if you're not going to catch it if they're not going to catch it you know I'm not going to catch it either I'm just going to just get in the way mm-hmm. it was, was, Ryan, it, was it Ryan Wilson it was Ryan Wilson yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why he was back I, there he, here's one that I couldn't understand man is like when when um, when Hamish Watson went on they brought on Fraser Brown they brought on their sub hooker mm. rather than bringing on Blade Thompson and he was packing down the side of the scrum. I was like, what? why have they brought their yeah. sub-hooker on, man? And they played Thompson there. Now, Blade Thompson, I thought, played well for them in the warm-up games. I was surprised he didn't start ahead of Ryan Wilson. Yeah. Ryan Wilson's obviously... They love Ryan Wilson, Yeah, they? yeah, he's you not know, like he's... Gregor Townsend loves him. Super, super... He, he, he is uh, very confrontational and he, and he fits yeah. the mold of what they want. And he, he's, he's a good liner operator. He disrupts well. But I thought Blade Thompson was really good. But when they lose Hamish Watson, they bring on their sub hooker. Uh, that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Looking ahead, then, um, any anyone there in that squad that you think, like, let's say Conway, um, did he put up his hand or did Larm or put up their hand? A lot, you know, I think they did well. Yeah, I think with, um, with Earl and and Kearney to come back in. I mean, yeah, two of them were brilliant. Well, um, we, we we might have issues next week. Well, first of all, with the, in the centre though, Bundy Key probably it was concussion, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So the return to play protocol, it's Six losing days. a day makes it difficult, doesn't it? Or does it make it impossible? Uh, or can he get? Um, like I'm, I'm not 100 percent cleared. The more of I know, like losing mm. a day is really significant in that process. He can get yeah, he can get cleared, but he has to be officially cleared the morning of the game. Like. Yeah, and I don't mm. think Joe will do that, especially mm. with how far I went. Mm. If Earlsy's fit. Joe loves Earlsy. Yeah, I don't think he'll look like he'll look anywhere else. Even though Conway went brilliantly, and same, probably same with um, um, Carney. Yeah, well, the, the good thing is that, like, I suppose from Jordan Jordan Lamore's point of view, <laughs> is that like I don't think there was. It's not that he had not <clears throat> that he hadn't delivered on a test stage at fifteen. It's just it was there was question marks. You know, you were just it was, people mm. didn't know. And I thought it, I thought he thought he played really well. I thought uh, I thought Conway played really well as well. So when when the second when the the second tier lads that probably aren't aren't considered 
bolt on starters by Joe when they're starting to play really well it bodes well because it starts pushing performance all the time so so Robin Earlsey when they come in would be under the pump to play well the same as I think if you look at how well Kilcoyne have been playing like Scanlon have been playing well and you know Andrew Porter playing well like I thought I thought the Irish front row had a, had a, had a, had a really big performance you know yeah. they're so really, they'll, really they'll not make any they'll not make any changes apart from the guys um, that have come in there will they because it's a tight turnaround I, I, I don't know I don't know really most like, of the guys <clears throat> got rested though is what I'm saying so um, Tig went off Kane went off early mm. um, Murray Sexton all went off early Handy went off early all their big key players and key positions yeah. got mm. an extra 10 minutes rest so kind of feeling sweet for, for one day less recovery you you, ideally you get them you get them to play again and keep a little bit of momentum then sit them out for a bit because mm-hmm. it was it's not two, like two weeks off would be too much though wouldn't it they might play more, yeah. a few of them might play 20 minutes 20 minutes more 20 minutes Russia that's sort of. mm. I want to talk to you about Hindi actually because uh, <coughs> took a bit of criticism going into the World Cup um, like Backhanded compliments, almost like from a few people saying, like I think Raj said he needed. You just love to go around the pitch with a baseball bat and and beat him until he he plays the way. Sound. <laughs> beat him until he plays. Beat him well. until he plays the way he played today. Old school, huh? Yeah. Um, which was an interesting point because he he we can see, we've How seen. How that he, going, Larishel for Raj? <laughs> <laughs> his baseball bat. Uh, but Hendy put in like one of his best performances against big shift, Jeff. Really yeah. big shift from him. I thought. And line out twelve from twelve, and the line out, he probably um, answered a few questions there as well. Mm. Um, but generally, he looked just looked really, really hungry, really confrontational, really powerful as well. His line break for whose drive was that? The first try, James Ryan. Yeah, his line break for that was ridiculous. Just looked so powerful. Just Gil Gilchrist was terrible for that. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Gilchrist is on the inside in yeah. the red scrum cap, and he was just sitting back in his heels. Look weird. Watch, Watson came up a little bit. And it just Henderson, I suppose that's when you look at it. Like everyone questioned questioned Joe's selections around the locks, but like Henderson and being able to, I don't know if 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 Dave would have had that ability to take that take that gap. Yeah, he probably would have. But yeah, he just manhandles lads in defence as well. Mm. Like he's always picking people up and so on. Yeah, but boys like that far off the ground. Yeah, he yeah. still goes. I'm going to choke tackle this. Yeah. It's way more difficult <laughs> to do that, but he's mutant. Yeah, I think Scotland lads. I think they may have just have one eye on getting through to play a quarter final against whoever without you know that we've, they lost that game them. before they got on the pitch. Yeah, oh no! Lost. Do you think they were they were kind of expecting because they were in tears before and all? I was going, these boys are so up for it. That made me actually a little bit concerned. Did it? Not? I, I can't remember who it was. There's a couple. Um, I don't. I don't think there's no way. I don't think they would have went into that game thinking like, oh well. We'll just get through this, and we'll, we'll focus on getting getting to the knockout stages. I think they were. I think that was their World Cup final. Fully, yeah. fully yeah. primed for a but. Jeez, I don't but know. we've beaten them That's seven. That's, it's eight out of the last eleven games now. I think we've yeah. beaten them, and yeah. like they haven't been playing well. Mm. You know, yeah. if you go through the Six Nations, like the, the Six Nations was not good. Everyone remembers the second half uh, against the English, but um, yeah, mm. you know they they yeah. have the ability to break to break a game open, but they're still they're not like. They're no Wales. They're no. They're no England. You know. Okay. And Japan. Then did you see him? See him at the weekend. Mm. What do you think we can expect from the Japanese? The Japanese. Sounds like a, I was going to sing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I with like with Brown and Joseph, the two Kiwi coaches. They play a really high tempo game. They look to move the ball to the edge all the time. A lot of their play goes through the nine all the time. So I think Ireland will do well to actually make sure that they can, you know, just bumping that nine, taking him off because. 
they rely on the speed baseball of baseball bat. They should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, we we used to have it with Munster when we would come up against some of the Welsh teams, particularly against against the Scarlets with, with Davies. You just try and just be nudging him because he's he's the catalyst. Everything goes through him. And I think the, I think the Japanese are quite the same in that like they're just constantly trying to move the point of contact because when the game slows down, they don't have the mass to just go in and boof, just bash through you. And I think that their strength is just their conditioning and just constantly moving the ball around. Yeah. I, I didn't think they played well though. I thought it was a really poor game. Hmm. I thought... Uh, I Russia, thought Russia wasn't actually okay though, didn't they? Yeah, well, Russia, the Russians just kept kicking the ball straight up into the air. Like they were just <laughs> killing themselves, man. I was like, you know, they couldn't exit. They could never relieve the pressure. They'd be like, okay, Let's just exit, and they just kick the ball up there. They go, like, oh, no, we've done it again. <laughs> the nine when the boots comes man. off with it, come up and catch his boots. How much does Michael Lynch look like a uh, Quinny? Like what? Like Quinny? Doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Okay, he's yeah. complaining about something. Lynch is always good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the lookalikes. Like they're they're great. Tommy Bow. Yeah. <clears throat> Tommy Bow. At the at the end today, Tommy was recording a lot of like. Uh, Little little grabs for like say, and it's over to Conor Morris and Liam Toland at Yokohama Yoko Ono Stadium, <laughs> and he did like forties, and I was just sitting there watching with her. Man, he is the bulb off Dave Chappelle. He's got the same little <laughs> those little beady little eyes, man. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I was just trying to say it the strings, but I don't think he got it, man. You know. But, yeah, you should say yeah. I really want you to come out with something absolutely mental on that show. In the middle of it. There you go. Do you look a bit like? <laughs> <laughs> Stop me there, Tom. I'll ask you a question in a second. <laughs> but first of all, do you have a relative in the states called Chappelle? <laughs> is it, off, is it the same live live, or is it a little bit of a delay? I wonder. No, it's live. Is it? Is it? Um, There's no messing around on that show. You don't nervous? see enough mess ups on those shows, do you? Not really nervous, no, because I know my stuff. Well, it's just rugby. It's you know what I mean. Whew. Well, like, yeah, yeah. it's what I've been but watching. live TV oh, is nerve-wracking, is it not? Uh, I think if you think about it like that, it, you make it harder. Yeah, uh, that was my that was my issue. Yeah, yeah. I just tried to. The more natural you can keep it, it's just. I suppose I would not normally be getting up at five in the morning and putting on a suit and tie, you know, to watch rugby. That's that felt a little bit alien, but it was good having strings, Darius and Tommy there because. I'm pretty pretty comfortable with them, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mike Phillips. I'm on with Mike Phillips tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. For Wales and Georgia. So you know him a bit. Uh, I just just know him, just chatting away. Yeah. To him. I met him at some stuff before, and he's good laughs. You know, the Lions tour for for a week or two or something. I yeah. to him. But yeah, he seems like he's a good guy. So mm. the Howdy thing is going to be a, a big talking point. What's the latest him. there? Uh, he I seemed like ridiculously innocent. Just. Fuck, hadn't a clue, didn't know the protocol that you weren't allowed to do that. Is this what he said? He said, I, he think, just, he said he, I think he said it to Gatlin, sure, I'm so sure we'll win it. I put 50 quid on, on us or something like that, was it? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's either like... That's how it came out, apparently. It's, there's two ways. It's, like it's, either, it's either stupidity, he's, he's not informed and that's a bit, that's a bit, that's a bit stupid, or else, it's, or else it's, 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 it's a problem, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a problem, mm. which, is, which is sad for him. Mm. So, I don't know. We'll, It'll but if he never knew, if he never knew, like has he been doing this for like for a while until he just happened to bring it up one day? 
Has he? I, I, that's what has he passed? That's what I thought. Yeah, we don't know. Science sealed delivered. No, no. Okay, it's, it's uh, moving on from our wonderful triumph and looking ahead to who we potentially will have next in the quarterfinals once we beat everyone else. Mm. Um, It'll probably Who are we be, playing in the final? It'll probably be <laughs> New Zealand in the final, so we'll get to them. Uh, New Zealand, South Africa, probably my favourite game of the weekend. Class. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of people say in New Zealand uh, weathered a massive storm in the first 20 minutes. How did they manage to do it? South Africa were all over them, and then out of nowhere, New Zealand 17 points up, 17-3 up after, after 15 minutes. Uh, what was your take? Did you think South Africa were that much on top? I was a little bit like, ah, I think New Zealand are just feeling them out here. I, I thought I thought South Africa's the, their line speed. <laughs> you just put your water up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting for you to slide over. Um, I thought South African line speed was was awesome, and I thought they were the pressure they were putting at the breakdown. Man, did you see, like they were going in trying to make trying to blow breakdowns apart, man. Uh-huh. Um, it was really impressive. They were spending a huge amount of energy, but I thought the South African attack was 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 really really poor in the first half. So when when New Zealand exited, South Africa just didn't ask any questions of them, and I think eventually, you know, that's how clinical New Zealand are. That even though it, it seemed frantic to me, you know, mm. really really frantic, and then boom, seventeen nil. Um, Is that them putting too much emphasis on their defence then, and not? You know, everyone's going like their defense. How do you win against this rush defense? And then they're like, "Yeah, they believe that the smell of their own shit." And they're like, "Yeah, this is unbelievable." But they, they don't believe the smell of their own. They believe shit. it. I said, <laughs> I believe I don't it's great. It. That smells believable. Uh, <laughs> 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 It'll catch on. Oh that. It'll catch on. <laughs> that guy really believes <laughs> his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, it's it, it's it's not like you can have you can have outrageous you can have really really good D and you can have really really good attack. Mm. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have to, if you have to have really really good D you can't have good attack. I thought their attack was poor in the first half, mm. and I think that's why that's why they struggled. I think it improved in the second half, but they didn't really. It was kind of a couple of moments of brilliance. Like Ches and Colby was like outrageous. Give was, the ball. That should be your game plan. Yeah. <laughs> attack. Give it to Ches and Colby. Yeah. He was unbelievable. So is that? But is that like? Let's say Ireland do end up facing them in the quarterfinal. Like New Zealand's tactics seem to be, okay, you're going to try and create chaos by by running, taking that line speed at us. We'll just play with chaos as well. We'll fling the ball all over the place. So when you take yourself out of the line and you take all these flyers, like their wingers get so narrow and so high, so uh, high <clears> up the field that we'll just fling a ball around or kick it across field and then. Not only are you not making that that hit that you that's going to give you that advantage, but now you're fucked. You're way out of position. And the, the kick, the short kicking game, I think is more effective than the long pass over the top because uh, my pimpy is that what you call him? My pimpy. My pimpy. <laughs> He's just so fast that he can get himself out of position and just sprint and cover it. Mm. It's it's almost like they caught them on both though. They caught them with the two crossfield kicks. But yeah, um, yeah, and then they caught them with for uh, for Bridges' second try or for Scott Barrett's try. Where um, if you watch that back, Fleff de Clerk comes hairing out of the line on the first phase. He was thrown his way around, um, but he calls, he, he puts them under pressure, and they they I think Barrett put, just pops off a short pass. But then he he, he expends so much uh, energy that for the next phase he's fucked and he just kind of walks 
and you're if you're in the line with him, you're expecting him to 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 come with you in the, in, in the defensive line every time, and he just drops off because he's just sprinted this, this twenty the meters. About? Yeah, oh, really? and then that's where the line, that's where the break happens. You know the way a- Anton Leonard Brown comes mm. running back inside, and there's no hunt on the inside, and then you see Fleftekirk just kind of walking in the middle of the field, and, and Scott Barrett just waltzes in. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good bit of analysis there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're you're right. You're you're right in terms of like. And I think I think Joe will, will have prepared for it in that more and more teams are bringing are, are, are focusing <coughs> on bringing line speed and the South African wingers. You're right, Matt Pinby and and Colby come in really, really. They, they're so athletic that they can get really high up the field and come in as well. And then you know that that ball that floated ball over the top. They're so athletic that they can actually get back out to it. But it's difficult to recover on the kick pass. And I think that that's something that Ireland have in their game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so. fool's gold. You think there's space there, but there's not. Yeah. By the time that loopy pass gets there, my, my pimpy. <laughs> um, this is going to be like the Lemur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we could pick a 15 from this Lemur. <laughs> yeah, 15 of mispronunciations. Yeah. Uh, it's fa- like, it's full gold. You think there's space there, but there's not. Because, first of all, the time it takes to get it there, everybody, my pimpy, will be there. <laughs> <laughs> But so, the kick, I think the short kicking game, the cross field, and then the little dink in behind, I think yeah. will be more successful. But you were saying there that defensively, there's a lot of emphasis on South Africa's defense. But with ball in hand, they haven't spent that much time <laughs> being that rolling good. the dice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's still it's still a handful though, even though it is slightly one dimensional and it's just big physical ball carriers. It's still, they ask massive questions of New Zealand and New Zealand were really stretched and they could easily have conceded and it would have been a different game altogether. Mm. So I, that's what I'm saying. It's not very straightforward just because New Zealand hung in there until they got their purple patch. That's a big ask, I think. Ireland to hang in there and be that physical and that confrontational and kind of that big a defensive display, I think is a big, big ask against South Africa. Yeah, tactically as well, it's going to be really interesting to see what, what I would really be interested to see how Joe, what what Joe's got up his sleeve to, to how to how to work around that. The will it be the kick pass? <coughs> will they use like the those uh, the reverse plays where they look like they're going to come open and they sweep back down the blind? You know the one that Stockdale scored against the All Blacks mm-hmm. with um, those kind of plays, and then or else just working working the blind open blind open, just keep coming back to the short side all the time because it's hard to take line speed there. But and and then conversely then. Felix, Rassi and Jacques and, and Alad, the knowledge that they'll have of the Irish Irish players. Well, talk us through that. That's That for me is the most interesting part is what New Zealand did and that they weren't going same way, same way. That's why they pick. Is that why they pick 10 and, uh, Monga and Barrett 10 and 15? Because it seems like they're, they're only going to the middle of the field and then it's coming back. So yeah. you can't... Well, I think against the South African line speed, if you, if you, if you come open, so I'd say you're on the 15 and you come open... If you don't get a significant carry there that, that shortens the defensive line on the outside, when you go again, they see you coming and they 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 mow you down. Then, so I think you know that things. reminds me of. Do you remember the time playing against Scotland? And is it White, their back rower? Oh shit! Yeah, used yeah. to like sprint around the corner mm. and like just try and time. Do you remember this? I know. He, he was talking about the first carry when you concede yeah. and then the second carry <laughs> <laughs> this guy got wiped out. Chris, is it, what is it Chris White? No, what's no, his name? Jason White. Jason yeah. White came around the corner and didn't like, just timed it perfectly and just cruised into it and sprinted up. But that's, that's, <laughs> 
things like that absolutely happen. maimed me. I don't know why that just years ago we were playing in Scotland, and I think Eddie was like, "You don't go around the corner here, you'll get killed." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> fucking, we'll shit. see about that." <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, man, I. I someone carried and didn't make much of a fucking game but I was like oh I'm gonna show Eddie and then I was like as I was getting the ball I could just be like oh my soul away from me. and literally someone shouted to me when I was on the ground and said are you still alive and I was like oh. Jason Wisely goes looking for this this is your soul <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, yeah but but the the idea is uh, tr- sorry Trimby interrupted us talking beans yeah. Um is that you can keep coming back to the short side and you can keep, like if you can get a one-on-one there because teams can't take line, line speed. speed okay. So the idea of having having two playmakers, <coughs> like a, a 10, a 10 and 15, or, or a 10 and a 12 and splitting them just allows you to have two two ball, two uh, two proper first receivers either side of the rook and you can pe- keep playing and just, it's almost like an army pattern going up. Mm. And then if you do go open and if you do shorten the line, then you can go and, and launch, but it allows you as well. When you've got like, I think Ardi Servia was was awesome. At the, was awesome mm. in the game, and I think he's. When you've got players like that, it means you can still keep a pretty stacked backline on the open side. You can come back with you know a couple of forwards and a back, or you know a winger and a, you know one forward, and they can still it's normally like, a one on one kind yeah, of attack. It's, or it's basically a one on one because. Yeah. Because you don't have, well, like when you're operating on the open side, when you're bringing line speed, you've got a chain defense around you. You're connected either side. But on the on the short side, you can't. Mm. You know, you can't bring that line speed. So that that's, it's a, it's a place where you get you get real easy momentum. Yeah, Sevilla, uh, I think he'd be man of, man of the tournament, player of the tournament, if he keeps going the way he is. Man of man the tournament. <laughs> he believes the smell of his own shit. <laughs> He's the man of the tournament. <laughs> Uh, I hate to wait some t- players go, or some pundits go player of the match it's like fuck I just did that didn't I um, <laughs> France <laughs> they're class again oh no wait they're, they're class no, they're, they're, they're class enough yeah uh, 40 minutes of, of class like absolutely class French rugby yeah and then uh, Argentina to be fair yeah 40 minutes of pretty decent Argentinian rugby yeah as well. they kind of Clawed their way back into it. Yeah. Slowed things down and made it difficult for the French. I was such an Argentinian fan as well. Oh, yeah. I was watching it. I was like, come on. I just, you know, you just find yourself yeah. backing someone. Just love the French. Yeah. Just, no. DuPont is such an unbelievable player, man. Yeah. Pedro. Um, yeah. Pedro. What about the drop goal from Cami Lopez? Yeah. So slick. Wasn't it? So French. Yeah. Was there was another drop goal at the weekend? Was it South Africa? No, Pollard, yeah. Pollard. From way out. Yeah. 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 yeah it, was, it was really smooth as well. Real drop casual. goals are back. They're back. Yeah. Uh, I've seen drop goals like that since Hernandez was playing for Stade Francais. Oh, yeah. He used to whack them all yeah. from the halfway oh, line. Paul Warwick from Munster. Yes. Oh, yeah. He used to ping them uh, against he used to, uh, he used to do it down the way, didn't he? Yeah, like he straight on. the ball like straight on like a rugby league. Yeah, kick. I saw you. Uh, I saw you tweeting. You were, you were up. You got up early to, or you were up with the kids to watch the uh, the Aussie Fiji game. I watched it yesterday. Coming up to Dublin, some game. They're it? fucking brilliant. Man. After you Fiji. took the picture, did you did you tell the order to get them out of your hair? Did you? Did I what? Get them? No. <laughs> I had them for the whole morning, man. It was insane. Did you get to watch any rugby at all? They were just sat in there, sat there asleep, like, and I had to feed them oh, they're occasionally. A they're a time bomb. Yeah. Uh, it was enjoyable. I felt like we were bonding. Yeah. What did you make of Yato? I thought he was... Oh, old. man. It was ridiculous, wasn't he? Yeah, like, uh, he was the best player in the field probably in that first half, and then obviously gets 
taken out by uh, by Hodge. Mm. Um, they didn't even check that. Like, I mean, he's been sided in the meantime, which does nothing for him. Mm. Potentially, they wouldn't have won the game anyway. Like, but certainly when you lose him, and then they lost Matt at a halftime as well. Mm. Those two are the best players. And uh, uh, don't think it's jumping to conclusions though. Like a lot of people on Twitter have been saying um, that referees are like actively trying to help out tier one, <laughs> tier one nations. Yeah, and it's a big, it's a it's a big thing. I don't know. I have no idea, but I just think, like, uh, there has to be consist- some consistency. Like, I could the second I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck? That's got to be yeah. looked at." And when you've got two video analyst refs who have the opportunity to rewind and look back, they've got the rule book in front of them, and they can't get in the refs' ear and say, "Oh, here, man, we better take a look at this." It just blows my it's, mind. It's because he came off second best that he got away with it, probably. Yeah, I don't think he lined him up. I think he was he was corner <clears throat> flagging. And then he he overchased and he just turned. Yeah. And I th- I don't think he actually was going in something on a lead no, with the shoulder. No, he, no. he just turned, but uh, but he it's just still got high. Yeah, he it's still high. it's still a shoulder contact to the head, mm-hmm. which is a red yeah. card. So red, red, yeah. Maybe not even a red well, card. But, but Tia well, as well, man. Yeah. Radrada. When I was watching them all, man, all like Radrada just running in, just <laughs> just sitting really people down. Bosh, Nick White yeah. on stage, yeah. And he, he was he nearly had that unbelievable take in the air as well, the one where he took o- over his head, mm. the crossfield. Um, yeah, the, the Fijians have just so much talent, man. It's outrageous. Mm. Um, well, do you think their fitness to let them down and fall apart a little bit? Or, um, in Australia, I think uh, Leila Fano and Nick White probably didn't uh, click as, as well as they yeah. could have. And I think uh, Guinea made a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a fan, Nick White, I was brilliant in the championship. But um, so maybe just not settled in that 9 10. I think, Trimmy, you made the point about how, how good Australia are when they're actually, when they have, they're sending forwards running off nine because their nines are such good runners with the ball. And uh, I think Hooper, Hooper scored off one of them, didn't he? But, um, but I felt like they were, they weren't, it just, it wasn't, wasn't clicking. I don't think Nick White played particularly well and I, I, would, I would agree with you. I thought he was really good in the championship. They can they can occupy so many defenders whenever you get a nine and, mm-hmm. and your shape off nine's really really good. So nine scoots and you've got one guy, one defender inside, one defender in front of nine. You've got a like off the shoulder ball off yeah. nine. Then you've got two forwards running here. You can take out five defenders or you know five options in a, in quite a short space. So I think Australia generally are good at that, but they weren't good at that yesterday. No, I, I Guinea. Guinea came on. I thought some of his exits were phenomenal. Like I, they, they played maybe first one, yeah. They, they played about nineteen phases, but then eventually he exited, and it was almost a, a line out on the Fijian twenty-two yeah. from inside in their twenty-two. Yeah. It was outrageous. They, they, they're blessed, man, to have Guinea and White. Like, yeah, if you'd asked me a few years ago, I never would have thought well, Guinea wouldn't be starting for them, wouldn't be mm. the bolt-on starter. But they've good depth there. Um, I think Lelia Fano is probably. I don't think he. I don't think he played particularly well, um, so they probably need to need to hit their straps a little bit better coming in after that match. But Fiji's not an easy start either, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. because there was they'll have no fear going in, and and they'll be you know they've lost a the game now. They might lose a little bit of heart, but and and they've they've copped a couple of couple of injuries, but no chance of Fiji getting a result against Wales, no. Uh, there probably is, yeah. There probably is. Um, but like I'm saying, you know, momentum is a big thing in a tournament mm-hmm. like this. You know, no one has ever, not that we're going to tip Fiji to win it, but no one has ever lost a game and gone on and won the tournament, you know. Yeah. Uh, That's Emer Considine's uh, 
golden bit of knowledge the other night. Yeah, I had in my head, did Greg O'Shea come out with that? But we didn't talk any rugby with Greg O'Shea. No. Did we? Yeah. Do you remember no. Greg? Do you remember Greg? <laughs> He's great. I almost forgot to talk about Love Island with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just talking about how sexy he was and I was about to wrap it up and I was there. Oh, wait, you were on Love Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd been a terrible interview. Um, all right, that's enough rugby. I'm about to f- you must be wrecked from talking about Mary Poppins. Jesus. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Okay, let's go to Bootham. Um, we'll uh, be back part two with uh, Black and White. You're listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. Okay, it's time for black and white, lads. Yes! Everyone knows a pint of Guinness is the perfect opportunity to bring, bring friends, friends together. together. <laughs> Fact. But on, on this occasion, on this <laughs> occasion, this House of Rugby statement might tear the House of Rugby apart. Heart. Okay, okay, I have a statement yeah. in this. There you go, Barry. Is there the you go, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Has nothing in it. Okay. Yeah. So, Pretty Barry, usual. you're going to be arguing for yeah. Andrew against, and the statement is that Rocky is the best sports movie of all time. Easy. Barry, you have 60 seconds. Yeah. It's the only sports movie of all time. Rocky 1, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky 5, Rocky 6. I didn't like the new ones. I'll give you that, the, the other ones. You didn't like Rocky 7? The, the ones when he's the... The uh, Creed, brutal, mm. but Rocky, like one of the most quotable films of all time, and it's a sport film. Like Adrian, <laughs> Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. 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 <laughs> yeah, mug, yeah, goddamn mug, or whatever. Mickey, the 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 Rocky, and then like it's the most inspirational music. Dun, 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 dun. When you think seconds. of sport, mu- sport dun, dun, dun. and film, dun. it's the Eye of the Tiger, probably the greatest <laughs> song of uh, any movie ever. And um, it was written for that. B.A. Baracus, The Hulkster, uh, Apollo Creed, all these classic. Time. <clears throat> That's pretty good. I'd like to, can I go straight into it? Go for it. First of all, I'd like to report a breach because you said Rocky 1 was the. He just said Rocky. He, yes. He didn't say Rocky 1. Sorry, Rocky then. That was the most famous sports movie of all time. He was quoting characters from Rocky 2, Rocky 3, <laughs> Rocky 4. <laughs> anyway, Rocky was nowhere near as iconic as Happy Gilmore. Have you ever seen someone prior to Happy Gilmore, anyone run up to hit a golf ball? No, because it didn't happen because Happy Gilmore changed the sport. Have you ever seen anyone do that since? It happens regularly. <laughs> no, it does <laughs> And driving ranges and so on. Also, it's more seconds. quotable than Rocky and it's more inspirational. He came from nothing. This guy was a... Rocky a, was a bum. You're he a bum. He was an ice hockey dropout. He didn't even make the squad. And then next minute, he went to the batting cage, got hit in the, few, uh, in the chest a few times by baseballs. Next thing, he is... He was a, a bad role model. A golfer and he bad wins role model. masters. He wins money for his mother, for his granny. Yeah, he's dead granny. <laughs> <No, laughs> she's dead. Time. Time. Um, Come on, man, please. Just give it to me. I need this. <laughs> I'm going to give this one to Barry based on his desperation because I'm afraid what he'll do if I don't give it to him. So you have the sweet smell of... Oh, Barry's flat working for 12 I believe hours. the Stop smell of defeat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, We're at uh, 5 3 to Andrew. Okay, that's okay. I'll have a chance to win one back on Thursday in our bonus episode this week where we'll be coming to, to, to discuss Ireland's team going into the Japanese game on Saturday, Sunday. Saturday? Sunday. Okay. Saturday. 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 So we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> 
All right, thanks everybody for listening on your favorite apps and for those of you watching on YouTube. Hello there. Uh, cheers to everyone that was involved in making the show today, to producer Pat, to Fiona, to Anya, and to Anthony. Thank you to Fla, thank you to Trimby. This has been Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby here on Joe together with Guinness. Party on. You were listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe together with Guinness. Drink responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie for the facts.